Welcome back to the Stock Market Options Trading Podcast. My name is Eric. And in this episode, I want to talk a little bit about survivorship bias, primarily because of a question I get periodically around some of the research I put out over on my blog, over in my SPX income masterclass. But before we dive in, I wanted to ask you a favor. Would you take 11 seconds to leave a five-star review over on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, whichever one you are listening on? Leaving a five-star review really helps the show, and I'd really like to know what you think. So if you could leave me a five-star review, it would really help the show and let me know you want me to continue putting out episodes like this one. So let's get into it. Let's start with the textbook definition of survivorship bias. And I'm going to read this straight from Wikipedia uh, so that you can understand. There's actually different areas that survivorship bias covers or can be involved in, not just financial. And we'll, we'll talk about a little bit about that. But let's go ahead and get the, the definition here. Survivorship bias or survival bias is the logical error of concentrating on entities that passed a selection process while overlooking those that did not. This can lead to incorrect conclusions because of incomplete data. And they gave a pretty cool example of, of how survivorship bias was factored into uh, the military. So during World War II, there was a statistician named Abraham Wald who took survivorship bias into his calculations when he was considering how to minimize bomber losses to enemy fire. And what they had done was when they had the bombers return from war, they would, they would examine these planes and they would see where the bullets had hit them when they were, you know, taking taking enemy fire. So since these were the planes that actually survived the bullet holes, if you will, he factored in the sur survivorship bias because what they ended up doing was there was an assumption made that, well, if the planes were shot in different areas, that might take the plane down. So they reinforced those other areas that the bullet holes uh, were not at in the survivors. They were, of course, sort of making assumption that if the planes got shot down that they would be in this other area. So that's sort of one example of how they use survivorship bias. He actually factored it in. They were aware of survivorship bias so that they can make better decisions, right? Because if they just examine the planes like, hey, here are the bombers. They, they all got shot on the wing and the, the ones that got shot in the wing actually made it back. You don't want to reinforce the wing. You're going to want to reinforce the hole or maybe where the fuel tank is because maybe that's what took that plane down. So this is just sort of one example to be aware of survivorship bias is going to help you make better decisions. Now, where this bias can creep in if you're doing your own research, and here's the question I get, you know, I put out a lot of research on the S&P 500, short-term, long-term, and I get a lot of questions about, well, well, hey, will this strategy work on Apple? Will this strategy work on uh, Amazon? And let's say we're talking about cover calls. I know in a recent episode, I talked a little bit about cover calls. If you're trying to transfer, if you will, research on the S&P 500 and you try to uh, sort of apply that strategy to an Apple, you are automatically going to be introducing survivorship bias. And that's because Apple is one of the stocks that has survived. Google's probably even better example. Google um, was part of the dot-com bubble and bust, and it was one of the stocks that made it out. If you ask me, hey, will this stock, will this strategy work on Google? Well, Google's somewhat correlated to the S&P 500. So for, you know, for right now or a certain period of time, Google, that strategy might work on Google. But you would also have to ask the question, well, hey, would this uh, strategy work on Yahoo? 
right? Does anyone remember Yahoo? And the answer is, well, it probably won't because they're not really around anymore, right? So that's the survivorship bias is by is choosing a stock, the selection process of choosing a stock that isn't representative of maybe the different stocks that might have failed. So that's something to consider. Now, when you're trading or backtesting, if you will, something like the S&P 500, you have to understand that the stocks that make up the S&P 500 are gonna change over time. To me, this minimizes the survivorship bias because unless you think America is gonna go to zero, and maybe it will, right? Maybe in a, in a thousand years or whatever, uh, America isn't the dominant country and the S&P 500 goes on the toilet. That's you know completely possible, although I don't, I don't think it's very likely. You know, I'm banking on America, I guess, if you if you uh, want to say that. But but what I like about trading the S&P 500, and most people know this, when you're trading uh, an index of some kind that changes the stocks out based on certain criteria. So for the S&P 500, it basically puts the best, the top 500 companies into the index. And that is updated, um, you know, every year or something, right? So over time, the bad stocks are going to get filtered out and the good stocks or growth stocks will get filtered back in. And that's, you know, ultimately why the S&P 500, in my view, um, is one of the best instruments to trade. And you typically want to lean bullish most of the time because they are rotating in the best stocks and rotating out. Obviously, we're in a bear market here in 2022. So, you know, everything still goes down at some point. But that's why the S&P 500 tends to be one of the safe havens of the world because they know there's a uh, positive selection process that happens with the index. So the next time someone asks me, hey, this covered call strategy or this, let's say, uh, credit spread strategy you're doing on the S&P 500, S&P 500 uh, will that work on Google? You know, my answer is, yeah, probably, but you know, I don't know for how long because if another search engine comes up and Google goes out of business, then the answer is gonna change, right? But in the moment, you know, if you wanna just understand that we're, the, the idea that you're even asking that question means you are, are choosing uh, a stock that has survived, therefore uh, you are using survivorship bias in that selection to even ask that question. So let's do one more example real quick. And this example has to do with highly competitive careers. I thought this was kind of interesting. And, you know, these are the things we don't think about, right? I mean, sometimes you do if you're if you're aware, but uh, I'll read it to you. Whether it be movie stars, athletes, musicians, or CEOs of multi-billion dollar corporations who dropped out of school, popular media often tells the story of the determined individual who pursues their dreams and beats the odds. I mean, we've all seen these, these uh, incredible stories about people who who overcame adversity and now they're on top, right? But there is much less focus on the many people that may be similarly skilled and determined but fail to ever find success because of factors beyond their control or seemingly random events. This creates a false perception that anyone can achieve great things if they have the ability and make the effort. The overwhelming majority of failures are not visible to the public eye. And only those who survive the selective pressures of their competitive environment are seen regularly. So what they're saying is all the people that are successful and they, they're going to write an article or they're going to write a book about them, they are the ones who survived. And a lot of that has to do with their skill. And I don't want to take anything away from any of the, the you know these incredible stories you may see about various musicians or athletes or CEOs or whatever. But a lot of it has to do with their effort, has to do with their luck, 
Um, luck plays a, a role. And there's plenty of people who dropped out of school, as you know, and probably didn't do that well. So we don't want to look at dropping out of school and working hard as you're automatically going to be successful when that happens. So um, again, what the media is going to focus on when they're writing books about people, they're going to write about the successful ones. So just keep in mind that there's a survivalship bias built into this and that, and that all of the factors that may have contributed to that particular person's success isn't necessarily going to make someone else successful. So I hope this got you thinking a little bit about survivorship bias, both in trading and out in the wild. Thanks in advance for leaving a review over on Apple and Spotify, and we'll see you in the next episode. Thanks for listening.